Well, hey there, Divi fam. What is happening, everybody? Today, we are hanging out with some of our besties here on Divi Chat, and we are going to be talking about something that's fun for us to talk about. I don't know. It is for me. I think a lot of us like these episodes on our faves. So we're going to talk today about the books, podcasts, and blogs that we use to sort of keep up to date on business topics or tech or whatever we have going on. We're going to dive into this. This is another one of those where we just have thoughts and prayers to Jody, who is our show note queen, and she's going to write all of them down. They're going to all be in the show notes after. And if you are watching live with us, please chime in in the chat wherever you are, if you're on YouTube, if you're on Facebook. Give us a like, of course, too, while you're in there, typing as well. And uh, let us know what, what are some of your favorites. So I'm just getting you primed to do that. And uh, in the meantime, while you're thinking about that, why don't we introduce our panel? Tim Streifler, why don't you kick us off? Hey everyone, Tim Streifler here. I'm broadcasting from San Clemente, California, and you can find me online at divilife.com where I have all my Divi plugins, child themes, layouts, and tutorials, and wpgears.com where I have my um, other podcasts, WordPress podcasts with David Blackman, uh, as well as a couple of WordPress and Divi courses over there too. Um, yeah, I've been here. I've been kind of off for a few weeks and then we were off last week. So I feel like I've been on Divi chat in like a year. <laughs> I was feeling that too. Out of, like, I, out of I was here just the week before last, but I still feel like I'm out of it as well. Sarah Oates. Hey guys, Sarah Oates here from Endure Web Studios. You can catch me at endure.com.au or Endure Web on the socials. I feel like I'm about the same as well. We've had COVID in our house, but like a month ago, but it's just taking our family a while to get over it. And I've got to say these 7 a.m.s, they're a bit rough. So I can't <laughs> I have, I've had here, a couple of weeks off as well. <laughs> Super proud of you. Eric, go. Hey, my name is Eric and I am currently in Lima, Peru um, and uh, excited to be on. Uh, you can find me over at Divi Agency Coach or In Transit Studios, which is our client serving uh, digital marketing agency. And uh, yeah, like I said, here in Lima, uh, having a ball, uh, just locked in our plans. Our next uh, stop in January, February, and March is going to be Mexico City. So, oh, that's, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. So, how so, long will that be in Peru then, total? We'll be in Peru for uh, about five and a half months when we leave okay. middle of December. So, we'll leave here middle of December, go to Ohio in the States for the holidays with family. And then, about, I think, January 2nd, we head out to Mexico City for three months. That's fun. Cool. Um, my name is Stephanie Hudson. I am in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, and I am packing to move. I have the lights nice and low so that it kind of camouflages it, but I am buried in boxes and just stuff everywhere. We're talking about books, and I'm very familiar because I'm packing them all right now. So I know all that I have on my shelf at the moment. Um, <laughs> so thanks. Um, Thanks for not judging me for the disaster that is my uh, backdrop right now. And I can't wait. I'm getting super excited to like figure out how I'm going to set up my new office and my new backdrop and everything. So PBD, but you know, we'll have some purple lights up in there. So uh, anyway, come hang out with me and our crew in the Focus on Your Biz Facebook group. We have a blast over there this week. Uh, and last week we were working on creating like together, creating a quiz lead magnet, which has been super fun. So we're all working on it together and then we're each sort of, we get to keep it and then tweak it to make it our own. So we do all kind of cool stuff like that. So come check us out, focus on your biz. And now on to our topic for today. So we're gonna talk, how do we do this, you guys? Because there's so many things to list out. Mm -hmm. And um, obviously, I mean, like, Obviously, the chat is going to be filled up with everybody saying that Divi Chat's their favorite podcast. I mean, we like we already know that. So that's oh, of fine. course. I mean, yeah. obviously. Um, <laughs> so let's like the the book thing too. Okay, let's just start with books. Yeah. Because I mean, who wants to jump jump in? Tim, you well, ready? I'm gonna I'm gonna dive in and say I'm really bad at actually reading the books that I purchase. Um, <laughs> I don't know if there's any Office fans out there. I'm a diehard Office fan, um, 
but there's a there's a line where someone asks Michael, "Have you read Lee Iacocca's book?" And he's like, "Read it? I own it. I own it." But no, but no I haven't read it. <laughs> that's how I am. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I have that book, but no, I haven't. I haven't read it. I could stack up a book, uh, stack of books this high of books that I've intended to read and I own, but I haven't actually cracked them open yet. Uh, mm -hmm. So, just saying. <laughs> Eric, I know sorry, you're one of the books that I oh go ahead oh, sorry. sorry one no, of the books ahead. that I yeah. own but haven't read but have heard lots of podcasts about and I really want to read and it's kind of hilarious because of the title is called Stolen Focus. So I've heard all these podcasts about it and I, I've heard interviews with the guy and I'm super, super keen to read it and I just clearly have not made time for it. But <laughs> it is all about the fact that we find it really hard to just stop and focus and the reasons for that and the fact that our world isn't built to actually help us focus anymore and kind of how we can address that. So that is one I'm really excited about reading and it's a really recent book. So it's only just come to market in the last little while. I think it might be an Australian author. Um, but anyway, I'm really excited about it and everything I've heard and the interviews with the guy are amazing, but I actually haven't um, read it. But the other thing I want to note is I don't read books very often. I audible books most of the time. You know, um, Sarah, and I, so wanted I kind of wanted to like, comment on that. Can we just establish that that's still reading the book? Yeah. Sure. Even if you listen, is, you're still reading it. I think it's a good thing to kind of bring up because I think a lot of people, I did actually just buy a Kindle and I've started reading at nighttime. And I have to mm. say a Kindle has been a very good purchase because I can read it without lights on in my bedroom. Like I really like that thing. So that's actually converting me a little bit to actually physical reading. But um, I have never been the best reader in the world and Audible books have been um, like a game changer for me. And I just think sometimes people don't think to check, is there an audio version of this one? But it means you can listen in the car. It means you can listen when you're walking, like all that kind of stuff. Um, so, I used to listen when I ran a lot and that was the way I consumed books. Yeah. So I was going to say, actually, so my approach to books is I, it's, if there's an audio version, I start with the audio version. Um, yep. and then at the end, uh, if it's like, this is a book that really I have some stuff in here I want to come back to. I'll look and see if there's an executive summary. And nice. if there's the executive oh. summary, I'll buy the executive summary. And then if there's not an executive summary, I'll then I'll buy the the book. Yeah. Um, but now it even has to be like because we live, we we when we travel, we travel with carry-on luggage only. Like that's it. So everything yeah. I own, like, including my not, office, has I'm to not be traveling. Moving. So, like they're moving. Every time we move, carry everybody gets carry on. That's it. Like we don't, we don't, we don't like to yeah. check luggage. Um, and so I can't, I don't, I'm not even getting like when I get executive summaries or a book, like it's gotta be a digital. I'm I'm carrying yeah. one, I'm carrying one book with me right now. Um, and I don't action even think it's in selling. print. Yeah. Uh action selling my business coach sent me a copy of it just before I left. And so it's the only book that made only physical book that made the trip. Nice. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, speaking of executive summaries, I found an app. It's kind of like executive summaries and it's called Blinkist. It's, well, it's called Headway. Uh -oh. And basically it is a like summary of the book and you can listen to it in 12 minutes um or 15 i have a similar know. one but it's called blinkist and i was just about to show you guys oh, okay. Blinkist nice. is great yeah here's the thing though yeah. is there was a seven day tr free trial and i downloaded the app and i was like i'm and gonna check this out. i love it i'm gonna i'm gonna do it and then i the seven day free trial lapsed, and i haven't even tried it yet so, <laughs> so that's that's how bad i am about books is like it's like okay audiobooks still too hard for me executive <laughs> summary audiobooks with the seven day free trial still too hard for me <laughs> <laughs> well Blinkist is, is really um... cool because if they don't have a book that you really want to read um so it, it's the same kind of thing it distills it you can do audio or you can read it like either version and if they don't have the particular book you want you can request it and so i requested a book um a little while ago and they added it to their library of blink blinkist books so blinks. that's kind of cool i think they call them yeah, blinks. blinks yeah no. i think that stuff's a bit 
math, but whatever. But it's it's a great way if you want to, even if you just want to decide, do I want to buy this book? Then yeah. being able to like do one of those summary things kind of makes you go, mm, no, nah, this isn't really for me. Or yes, I need more than just like the top headlines of this book. Yeah. Well, I, I love them because I'm super like my concentration levels ha- yeah. have never been great. But since COVID, I, I don't know what's happened. Like I've kind of lost the ability to sit still and read a book. Like I yeah. want to like I keep like I'll read two words and I'll have to check something on my phone or get up and go do something. Like I'm too all over the place, which is yeah. a terrible thing. I'm trying to just be patient with myself with that because yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what that's all about. but um. But no, I, I I totally have ADD as well when it comes to well, when it comes to all things, but especially reading. <laughs> I don't know if this happens to you, Steph, where you read a page or maybe multiple pages, like you're, actually, <laughs> you're reading it, but you're not paying attention. It's like you're zoning out while you're reading. You read. huh? Yeah, I'm not getting distracted. It's like I'm st- I'm actually I'm reading it, but I'm not actually like under like comprehending and paying attention yeah i know and i skip i like scan like i do Mm -hmm. it's like my own little sort of speed reading reading. thing like it's not the right way to speed read but like i just go really fast through it and same and then i was just reading something on a blog today a blog post and i like got way down and i was like wait a minute too many things (laughs) i had to go back up and redo it um but i so i really like those summary ones too the one i use is called read it for me it's um read it for dot me and they, I know they ran, um, they run specials every once in a while for like 99 bucks for lifetime. I got that. So that's really nice. handy to have. Um, yeah, that's but, good. Uh, some of them can get a little bit expensive if you're buying, if you're already doing audible every month and this and that. And then, yeah. um, Eric, why don't you give them your, uh, library book tip? So, yeah. Um, but by the way, because I will forget if I don't say it, if you, if you do get audible and stuff like that, uh, remember, these, these are all legitimate. If you're using them for business, these are legitimate business expenses. Oh, so, yeah. you know, you use that. That my, my company pays for my Audible account and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, me too. So, yeah, we all have a library card. Um, and there's an app called Hoopla. And the Norfolk Public Libraries in, in Virginia there in the United States has hoopla and a lot of libraries are and we can access books movies tv shows um all through hoopla if it's at the library we can have access to it in electronic form um so you can read the books so we do a lot of that with our kids for homeschool um right now they're reading the kids are all reading um seven habits of highly effective teens that was gonna be one of my oh teens cool. oh yeah, yeah i've read the teen teens one i've read the other one yeah so we have the kids reading the the seven highly nice. effective habits of teens um but cool. uh but you get you can get audio books um off of it so that's a cool way to do it for free um the library yeah, is nice. a great resource so it's yeah. amazing i use um of the Libby app, L-I-B-B-Y, for that same purpose. And um, it it does the same thing. And I, that is my go-to. If I want to check for a book, yeah, nice. I go there first. I, I only do the audio. It's not like an awesome interface to read it um, with your eyeballs, only with <laughs> your earballs. Um, but it's, uh, I and I, um, I'm not the kind, like I read a lot of fiction books too. So mm-hmm. like novels and things like that. I love that for that purpose because I almost never want to keep a fiction book. Like I'm not a, hey, let me right. read. I loved it so much. I want to read it again. Nah. Yeah. So I don't really want to keep them. So most of the time, if it's my Audible is full of like business stuff for the most part yeah. with a couple exceptions of books that I will like Tina Fey's book, like that one I could just jump in and read little bits of here and there or other things like, you know, like random ones that I think are really awesome. But um, for the most part. So, all right, we're getting, we got one comment in the chat. Yeah, profit first. Heck yes, James. Profit first, James. Okay, Woo-woo. like this one is like, it's a game changer. Uh, well, I'll just read the comment for those who are listening. James Hayward says, profit first was a game changer to my business finances. I mean, yep. everybody, right? Like it's epic. Anything, anything old Mike writes, we're, we're all in. 
Um, yep. Eric, you were just talking last show I was on, so I guess two weeks ago about uh, fix, fix, fix this, this next. next. Yeah, which I have right. not read yet, but I I do own it. <laughs> I do own I've it. I've got a couple Anything of by Mike video on. What's that? Oh, sorry. No, no, no. You were finishing. Yeah, but my brain um, can't oh. remember it anymore. Um, I like, sorry, I like I've listening got a... to. Oh, sorry, sorry. I, was, I like listening to Mike's book, Mike McAllowitz's books, because mm -hmm. he adds a lot of flavor yeah. and so things funny. that aren't in the the printed book. So that's kind of fun on the audio of Mike's. Anyway, it only sorry. sucks when there's diagrams and then you're like, you got to yeah. like go yeah. look up the diagram. And it's like a 10 it. mile long URL. You got to try yeah. to remember. <laughs> uh, I was Donald just Miller. Say there's a couple. <laughs> sorry. We're all, we're off our game today. We are like out of it. Yeah. Like we've never done this. I know. All right. Everybody be quiet. Sarah's going to talk. There's a couple productivity yeah, ones couple from like back really in the thought. day. <laughs> That I wanted to say. Atomic Habits by James Clear. Some of these are kind of old, but like on. they were 100% game changers for me in terms of becoming more product productive in my business. So Atomic Habits was really, really good. Um, Getting Things Done by David Allen. The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which was already referenced by Stephen Covey. Um, and then there's another one. Um, I want to look it up. It's like called Eat That Frog. I think it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Eat the frog. Um, so that game, honestly, like that game probably, it's so quick and short. It's not really like the fundamentals of it aren't that crazy. But Eat That Frog by, what's his name? Um, Brian Tracy. Uh, that one like fully changed a lot for me. And actually we brought that language into our family. And so we talked to the kids a lot really? about like eating the frog. So like if they come home and they got homework, we're like, like every now and then they'll be like, I just had to eat the frog. And like, I love it. I love that it's part of our language. And it's that thing of just get it done. Like, yes, it's hard. Yes, it sucks. Yes, it is going to be disgusting and you don't want to do it. But if you take one bite at a time, like you get it so done good. and then you feel amazing and, you know, you can move on. So those for productivity have been big, big ones for me over the years. Excellent right. list. Uh Building a story brand, anyone? Yeah. Anyone? I own it. <laughs> you haven't read it? <laughs> no. <laughs> it That one was like, a, gave me like a fundamental shift in how I look at marketing and web development and things like nice. that. I thought that one was, I really love that. that. That's like Mike McCallowitz and Donald Miller. Anything they put out, except for that one weird book that Donald Miller put out about like, religion and jazz music or something do you really think i read that one no nope. idea seemed way off brand but i guess yes everybody has hobbies you know so um, um i like uh never split the difference ah uh, such a good one that was I a good that one, one. Mm, that, that book is never bet the farm never bet the farm i don't know that one never split the difference is by a guy who was an fbi or something negotiator yeah, negotiator yeah and he like teaches you negotiation techniques that nice. you can use like in your like in your life in many ways so it, it not just negotiating deals and stuff but also that yeah, um nice. how about oh what was i just had it in my head and i lost it again i'm too i'm all over the place um, well, my wife organized all of our books by color. Which Great. Yeah, I have that too. It looks pretty, but is really inconvenient when you're trying to find something. <laughs> yeah, this one's really good. I read this one in college. Never, Never bet, bet the farm. farm. I don't know mm. that one. I, what is I, it? I feel like What's I kind of understand the theory of it. How really? entrepreneurs take risks, make decisions, and how yeah. you can too. Ooh. Mm like that that sounds good yeah uh i really liked the one page no that not was that it the one page marketing plan is that the one i really liked i read that one uh, is that <laughs> you guys read seems like it's kind of like toilet paper entrepreneur uh that one's another mike mccallowitz that's a good one yeah. um this is marketing is a classic by seth godin yeah. that's always yeah. like uh four um, disciplines of this one Oh, there it is. Yeah. Reddit. I have it. Reddit. No, I I is anyone like filling up their wish list in their Amazon right now? I have 
four <laughs> credits in my Audible, so I'm going to be nice allergic on those. I'll tell you one that I really liked as well. Oh, wait. What's Tim cho- showing us here? The Little Red Book of Selling. Oh. This is more like for sale. I mean, honestly, I, I'm of the belief that sales is in everything, every type of business. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's a good one, too. Um, Rocket Fuel. Did you guys read Rocket Fuel by oh, Gina Wickham? That's a good one. I That one really opened my eyes to some things, too. And it was interesting because it was like, some concepts that I kind of felt like I had, um, like I know what I'm, I'm good at certain things and I'm not good at other things, but I felt sort of guilty about that. And reading that book was like, no, that's why you get other people to do those other things. You know, it was like, no, you're yeah, nice. together when you combine the two types of people, like the, um, oh, classic, that you combine like the visionary with the, what do they call the other one? Integrator. Eric, integrator and then yeah. boom things are amazing because the integrator the people can actually get the crap done um is your bookshelf right above you sarah or yeah it is <laughs> that's cool the yeah. the people that can actually get stuff done don't come up with all the ideas and the dreamers like me like have a million ideas and we never finish any of them you know so it's like i love that about rocket fuel yeah yeah so this one how to win friends and influence people this is a classic oh, i see it's it like- is it's like 80 years old or something. Yeah, yeah, they keep redoing it and redoing it and redoing it. But um, has anybody done any of uh, Russell Brunson's books? Like dot com no. secrets and those ones? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I just They're knocked good. a bunch of stuff over. Okay. <laughs> uh oh. We uh, did very busy. Yeah, I've I've read a few of uh, his books, so those are good. I like that he <laughs> talks really fast and it's not a lot. Oh, there's a Russell Brunson one. Expert secrets. That's a good it's one. Not... I've actually read this one. <laughs> I've actually, actually, really all fast. the ones I've shown up here, I've, uh, I've actually read. It's not uh, like I hate when it's a book magic trick ever. That's a good one too. Is it digital millionaire secrets? That looks a little broy. Like, hey everyone, do you see my ten thousand dollar watch? <laughs> if for someone who wants to create and sell courses, this book is gold. If not, wow. then. It's a it's a skip. Right. I've got a course I want to do. Um, okay, so James um, in the chat says how to sell your business is another good read. Okay, built to sell is the one that I've really really enjoyed as well. Even if you don't think you want to sell your business, yeah. read built to sell. It makes you think about your business in such a different yeah um way like really profound concepts in that one that's cool um, uh josh josh hall recommends a company of one. Oh yeah mm-hmm. that's a good one so uh magnetic marketing dan kennedy dan kennedy is the godfather of modern yeah. marketing yeah. yeah he's legit that's yeah. a good one i, I haven't read I wish this I could one do yet, a godfather but... accent so there's um, another another book uh called choosing to cheat and mm, it's that. really good if you're married or one day want to be married um you know or have children or you know family whatever but the, the whole premise is uh you in today's society basically you, you got to choose you're going to cheat on somebody you're going to cheat on work you're going to cheat on your family so there you go you don't have to read the book but no it's still a good book a lot of you know spoiler alert that's the spoiler alert, but it's it's a great book because it really helps you wrestle with and, and you know, because work-life balance is a big part, a uh, big thing that we all have to, you know, wrestle with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when it comes down to it, it's all crap. Like you can't, you can't do everything. Yeah, yeah. And so you just gotta give yourself permission to like, you know, today at like Fridays, I'm done at two. I still have plenty of work to do. But yeah. if I work till six or seven or eight, I'd still have lots of work to do. So yeah. I just yeah. gotta be done. Um, but anyway, that's that's a good one. Choosing to cheat. I'm just looking through my audible. This other yeah. um this one is kind of a, a a surprising one. Like it's this isn't a standard one that you would think, but this the book called How to Fail at Almost Everything and Still Win Big is by Scott Adams, who's the guy who wrote Dilbert. And oh. who did, did the Dilbert cartoons. 
it's a great read. It's really insightful and really funny, of course, because he's yeah. a funny guy. But it talks about how he just like nothing worked out for him in so many different ways. And and yet he obviously became hugely successful in his but he was like a reluctant cartoonist basically and all this stuff. So yeah, he has nice. he has a lot of um he has a lot of great great stories and things in that that are awesome. Yeah, I like he hearing talks- those stories of people who've just like pushed through and, you know, failed a lot before they got to the thing that they're famous so, for. The one thing that I think is really good is he says that goals are for losers. <laughs> this system, he said it's all about systems because you can have goals all day long, but you're never like you either fail or you like even if you achieve it, then you just have to go to the next thing. Like the whole time you're just working towards something. And it's yeah, that, it's like that's the part that actually matters. Anyway, he does it a lot better, obviously. But no, that's good. That's good. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great one though. There, there's a one called They Ask, You Answer. Um oh, I, know, I have that on my list someplace. Yeah. It's good. It's some parts of it are a little gimmicky. Um, but I mean you're gonna have parts in, in every book. But it is really good, especially if you're wanting to if you're struggling developing a content strategy for your business, like what you know, maybe you want to be a blog, you know, you want to blog for your your uh, web design business, and you're not sure what to blog about. Uh-huh. Great book, great book. Nice, nice. Um, for those um, in, uh, oh, oh, yeah, it's great for inbound marketing. Somebody, uh, um, trying to see. Oh, oh, rich dad, poor dad. I I own uh, that one. Yeah. I own it and I've read it. So whoa! I know. So fancy. Uh, here's another another good one. Back when I used to do um, what are they called? Apple Books. Uh, mm. Apple's version of Kindle, whatever it's called. This one's really yeah. interesting. Biology. If you're a nerd marketer like me, it's truth and lies about why we buy. Oh, it's cool. a lot of like that's a marketing name. psychology. I like that. Clever name. I'm gonna. That's definitely just going on my list. Okay. <laughs> and then this is just you know, if you're a fanboy like me. You know, I just saw. Um... Oh yeah, Steve Jobs. You have well, to say it out yeah, loud, Tim, because not everyone's. Sorry, Steve looking. Jobs the biography by Walter Isaacson. Nice. Yeah, if you're listening, you wouldn't have been able to read Tim's blurry. <laughs> He's putting his phone up to the screen and it takes like 10 seconds for it to find the He's, a, he's not an influencer. He doesn't know the trick where you put your hand behind it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, there we go. I yeah. don't really no, know what no. that does. Yeah, so yeah. biology is a marketing book on like it's the psychology behind why people buy. That one's super interesting. Yeah, nice. So my I recommendation to- probably there's so many of these books, right? Like my recommendation would be to go and find one of these services that we talked about where they s- distill it down into a small thing. And go and check a whole lot of them out and then work out which one to move forward. Don't just go and buy all these books. Like, please don't. Don't be the people that just buy all the books and then don't read them. And then don't read them. Do right. One at a time. Yeah. One, yeah. one thing one I, I will One marketing book at a time. Is once you, like, if you really like the book, go and buy it. Like, yeah. just to support oh, the yeah, author. Yeah. I'm a big proponent of, like, supporting creators, you know, even if yeah. they are already, like, multimillionaires, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and another hot tip if you do use Audible and you do also like physically reading, because sometimes like you'll be sitting, I don't know, somewhere where you can't listen and then sometimes you can listen. Um, if you do buy it twice, which is, you know, kind of sucks, but if you buy the Audible and the Kindle version, you can use WhisperSync, which is where it works out where yeah, you're up to. So no matter whether you pick up Audible or you pick up the physical book, which, you know, just sometimes that might be a really good benefit. And I think the second one you buy is cheaper. Yeah, um, I think so. They, they sometimes give you a little um a fun one guys is called alchemy it's by a guy named rory sutherland uh, i don't know if you've heard of him he is he's this um british guy who has he has like a great not not just because it's british but like he has a great british accent and he's really funny and clever like he's just super clever and he talks the the book is called alchemy 
the dark art and curious science of creating magic in brands, business, and life. Rolls off the tongue. It's such a catchy title, but it's awesome. It's he talks about like like one of his things is why is Red Bull so popular even though literally everyone hates how it tastes. <laughs> like, have you ever met anybody who thinks Red Bull was delicious? No, but but people I used to are love it. it. <laughs> and uh, Honestly. and then they, there's this other one that's like where they actually did a um like a, a focus group. And they had like, they brought in a cereal, like a little, um, like checks kind of cereal, like little squares. And they were telling people that they had new diamond shaped ones. And they made people taste the diamond shapes, which were literally the same thing, just turned. And they did this whole thing and people were like giving serious reactions. They thought it tasted bad. like all of this stuff. Just like, <laughs> it, it, the whole, It's really like, it's a very entertaining and educational. Nice. Thing, so I recommend that one. Yeah. I like it. If you're um, if you're wanting to scale up to the point where you have a team, um, there's a lot of great books by um, leadership by John Maxwell, but um, you know a really really good one is Good Leaders Ask Great Questions. Um, so that's a really good leadership book. Also helps you come up with you know the even just talking to clients. Um, but what uh, is it about that book that you like, Eric? That's not a good question, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, uh, that was a, you're, you're a good leader. You're a good leader. You don't have to answer that. Uh, so, yeah, so that's a that's a good one. And a lot of John Maxwell's. Even though if you read two or three John Maxwell books, you've pretty much read, read them all. all. He just yeah. you know, rewrites them. But yeah. um, <laughs> Tim, are you laughing at yourself? No, I'm laughing oh. at the fact that he, what Eric said, where he basically just releases the same thing, just kind of rewrites oh. the book. I think a lot of the productivity kind of businessy kind of people, often that is the case. Like, you know, you kind of like the eat the frog guy. He's got a couple other books, but they're kind of like all in the same. They have one really good idea and then they try and like branch it to a few mm -hmm. books. Yeah. And, and, and on that note, what Sarah just said, I think is a really good reason for like these apps, like the the summaries type of thing, because it's like, you don't always have to read an entire it. book to get the, the, you know, those core yes. concepts. So absolutely. For sure. Um, I think this is the last, maybe the last business book on my pitching manifesto. Yeah, we should Did move on read that one? yeah. Did you guys read that one? The win without pitching manifesto? No. It's it's only two and a half hours on Audible. I loved it. I thought that was an excellent. That's by Blair Ends, so he's a legend um, as well. So anyway, that that's a lot of books that we just shared, everybody. And so go forth and read. There are some other books too, though, that can um, change your view on things that aren't necessarily business books. I've talked about this book before a bunch of times. It'll be backwards on here, but it's called The Year of Yes. And it's actually about um, this woman's dating life, but she thought she knew what she wanted and she had would always end up in these disastrous relationships. And then somehow someone challenged her. She came up with this idea. She lived in New York City and she just decided to just have a year of yes, where she wasn't going to reject anybody at all. If anybody asked her out, she would go on a date <laughs> with them. She yeah. went on a date with a homeless guy, with a cab driver, with like all these crazy different scenarios that she would have never ever considered. And then yeah. she ended up very happily married to somebody who would have never made the cut in her original view of what she thought she wanted. And so it was really interesting in how to like get out of our own way if we're yeah. like, if we, we get so set into like, no, that's not me or, oh, I'm the kind of person who does this. It just was a yeah. really, I, I really appreciated the the mindset shift with that one. That What you said right there, Stephanie, is actually why I don't take personality tests. Like so many oh. people are into like the different personality tests, but yeah. I feel like it puts me in a box and then I start acting the way yeah, yeah. they told like me I, I am. And so I just, I just, yeah. It possibly the funny thing about that, Tim, is I, I did a personality test, like the Enneagram one, and uh -huh. it actually gave me freedom because oh. I learned a lot about myself and I suddenly realized that I was doing things in a particular way and there were particular motivations behind it. And I was like, oh, like I don't have to be like that. Like that's 
my my inclination is to come from this direction, but I don't have to be. So it's funny. Like I think sometimes they can put you in a box, and sometimes they can actually make you break you free, step back, mm-hmm. and go, yeah. oh, like I always do things this way, but I don't have to do them that way. Like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the, uh, total. Side thank you there. for smashing the like button, Trevor. Um, if all the, yeah. you want to be cool like Trevor, you That's should right. smash the like button. Um, put his comment the, out. The love languages, speaking of personality books that you don't like to do, the love languages <laughs> is a really also enlightening and useful yeah. thing. Yeah, and the, the cool thing about that one, more so than the other ones, is that book they specifically say, like, you might be this today and you might be a different one another. Like, you yeah, can right. change. Like, you're in flux. That's and I, I, yeah. appreciated, I appreciated that about that book. And also that it, um, if you haven't read that one, it's sort of like, it's a it's kind of like breaks down the do unto other like the golden rule of the bible it kind of is like mm, maybe not because you're saying like do unto others as you want them to do to you but yeah, really yeah. what they're saying is like do to uh, treat others how they want to be treated yeah so like i'm totally not a gifts person at all i'm crap at buying them i don't really care about receiving them like i find it really hard to like react and go oh thanks but like i have some friends that are 100% gift people and I've realized oh if I give them gifts they feel like when you know I hang out with them I just love hanging out with them but they just love like a five dollar gift it, like it doesn't have yeah. to be an expensive one and I was like oh I'm like treating my friends all wrong like all wrong and it, it but it can translate easily into business as well when you start to realize what your clients personality types are your staff, are they an email person? Contractor. Are they a phone yeah. person? Are they a text person? Are they a gifts person? Gifts <laughs> person. So, there's actually a compliment book that goes with the five love languages called, and it's called the five languages of appreciation in the workplace. And Ooh. Paul White is the author, and he wrote it with Gary Chapman. Um, and it's the same exact five love languages, but he is How able to show person. like. Like, for example, my wife's love language is, is physical touch, but not from her boss. Wow. Yeah, but not from her boss. Like, that's just, right, that's just right, not, right, you know. Right, yeah. So so your love language doesn't always translate into your appreciation, how you, you know, how you feel appreciated. So knowing somebody's appreciation language, especially in the workplace, like, Sarah's, like, I've got a couple of people on my team, like, if I just spend a couple minutes, you know, once a week having a back and forth uh, conversation on Marco Polo, they're thrilled. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got another person on my team. If I mail them something once a month, once a quarter, it means the world to them. Yeah. You know, if I just yeah. mail them a note where Peter, he doesn't care. He, if I send him a thing and mail him something in the mail, he'd be like, the hell is done you know Why yeah. you wouldn't care so <laughs> knowing your team's appreciation language can be yeah. really it helps you be a good leader asking great questions vicky yeah. baptiste says her love language is leave me alone <laughs> yeah i remember i forget um love it in in college a professor was talking about how uh like a lot of times we think that money is the biggest motivator for people in the workspace yeah. you know whether you're um managing a team or, or coworker or whoever, but oftentimes it's not oftentimes it's recognition, right? Like people, yeah, they're motivated with money to an extent. Yeah. And so, um, professor their story where like, they were trying to motivate their employees to like hit these milestones and they had these big, like, um, well, not, maybe not big, but they had some monetary prizes and it just wasn't doing it. But once they introduced this, like, it was like a, a stupid, like mug that like, said that they you know achieve you know whatever and <laughs> and then people would they would use it around work they carried around they'd, they'd drink out of it and stuff and that was a way bigger motivator than the monetary prizes yeah, nice. because it was like recognition that like hey they accomplished something <laughs> I, funny, i've huh? got um a friend who really wants the pay rises like feels like that shows them that they have achieved things and their boss keeps giving them like bonus presents yeah (laughs) yeah and so the boss is obviously a gifts person right and for my friend they're like no I just want the pay rise that helps me know that I'm like valued but they keep getting given bonuses and they're like but I wouldn't have picked this bonus like you know like I would have picked a different thing and they think it's really cool but like I just want you to like bump my pay up, then I'll be happy. So I think, again, it's one of those things that like, 
actually getting to know the people that work for you or your clients or whatever. Because otherwise you're just wasting your time and your money on like approaching in a particular way when you'd get so much more efficiency or more productivity out of a person if you work out what's actually going to motivate them. Is it the little prize or is it the, hey, you did a good job, congratulations or, you know, whatever. That, that there's actually also it reminded me of a, another book giftology um mm. and it's really good talking about how to give gifts to your to clients because they they said like if you send your clients something with your logo on it that's not a gift that's marketing yeah. um, right you know? i agree so, yeah. yeah and so like if you want to send them so, so what we started doing is after we launched somebody's website we send them 25 ink pens with their URL on it, telling them, hey, use these, thanks for letting us build your site, use these to, uh, to hand out and promote yours. So we give them swag as a thank you yeah, gift. Yeah, right. Um, yes. But it doesn't have anything about in transit studios on it. It's 100% right. their, their business. So that came yes. out of the book Giftology and people have loved getting those, those yeah, ink nice. pens. They think that's pretty cool. And that's yeah. so cheap. Well, and- like they're still going to think about you sure. when they see it, right? They're still going to yeah. have that association, even though your logo is not on it. So it actually like, it still accomplishes that, like yeah. staying top of mind type of uh, intention. Yeah. I did that with um, my, one of my biggest clients. I had been working with them for years. And one year at the end of the year, I got them a half a dozen Yeti mugs, which is more expensive than pens, but uh, yeah. I got their logo engraved on it, which I did their logo. So I felt okay about it. But um, they freaking love them. They love them. They would like, like every time I'd see them, they were like, in fact, they sent me a thing where like, could you send us the version of the low? No, it's this, it's the straight up and down one. I don't have mine here. No, it's not the, it's not the mug shaped one. It's like straight up and down and like the smaller mug, not real little, but it holds the same amount as that one, Tim. I think. (laughs) But anyway, and it had their logo on it. And Tim is all about the show and tell story. And like the one guy said, like it's now it became it became a competition with him and his wife at home. Like whoever got up first got to take the good Yeti mug and stuff like that. Like so so but same kind of deal, right? Like even though it's their logo on it, it makes for starters, they're more likely to carry it and they still thought about me every time they use it. Yeah. And if it had had your stuff on it, they wouldn't have used it. Like that's that's the funny thing about swag stuff. Like well and it's there's a time like I'm wearing a, a shirt with the high with hive on it. We just signed up for hive a couple weeks ago as for our new project management. Um, and they're trying to grow their Facebook. And so they, they had a thing. If you invited three people and they joined the, the hive Facebook community, they would mail you uh, three things of swag that you could choose from. And so yeah. I wanted to test it and thought, well, I'm going to see if they're really going to ship me something to Peru. Yeah. They did. I got this uh, moleskin notebook and an ink pen. And that I'm okay with the fact that it says Hive because it was the whole purpose of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's not like a gift. That's like bringing you, you know, more into their community type of thing. Can we talk for a minute about how Eric calls them ink pens like my grandma? (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard anyone call it an ink pen. An ink pen? Like as opposed to what kind of pen? It's just a pen. Like a blood pen? And <laughs> just I, a yeah. pen. <laughs> just a I'm pen. an old soul. It's an ink pen. <laughs> I'm an old soul. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. We have been... I, I cannot believe how many books we've had to talk about. I know. So, um, I think we're more booky people than podcast people, probably, which is ironic. Uh, I've, podcast, got, but... I've got... I'm all about the pods. No? You are? Okay. Well, then... Yeah, I'm um, a pod guy. Maybe we should uh, maybe we should just break this up and do podcast next week. Yeah, I agree. Sure. I think that would vote be on it because I feel like we're rushing. Like I feel like we could keep talking about some more books. I want to see sure. what you guys. We have not had hardly any in the chat, uh, guys. They're not book books. people. They're Did like, we steal all books. the books? What are you Trevor's comment. <laughs> Tim has, looks like he has a constant idea. I always think that too. <laughs> he has a constant idea with that light bulb blaring above his head. He's, He's an entrepreneur, there. that guy. Bing. Oh, yep. I'm gonna get this. Okay, what are we doing? Is it this one? Tim's got an idea. Um, oh, oh, nice. You guys, I have a really good idea. 
I can't wait. <laughs> That's how we know to see you should do that. Then we would know to stop talking and let you talk. <laughs> oh, oh it's turned it Sorry. off. It's gone. You could like <laughs> make it green when you're like, I've got an idea. And for people listening <laughs> who can't here. see what we're doing, Tim's got <laughs> this light that is uh in the uh the back of his office that's just over his head. He can control it from his desk and he's turning it off and on and changing colors. So I think one thing with books that I would recommend is like, sometimes I think you need a break from business stuff and same with podcasts yeah. and whatever. But I think sometimes we're sitting at our desk all day and then we think, oh, I need to like be productive with my time. I need to listen to other stuff. And I think sometimes we actually need to listen to something that's not work related and just have a change of scene. And it really doesn't matter what it is, like whatever kind of books you're into, like, I think just having something that's fiction, particularly, I mean, sometimes if I'm listening to a documentary, like I found um, Will, Will Smith, I know he's a bit controversial these days, but like I found his um, audio, what's it called? Autobiography? Autobiography. I went to go audiobook and I was like, it's the wrong audio word. Audiobiography. Um, it was an audiobiography. I, I found his stuff really, um, really good. And I think it has nothing to do with business, but still, I think the things that just make you maybe self-reflect is really useful or just having completely like something totally else, fiction, getting your brain out of work, I think sometimes allows your brain the space it needs to come back in. Tim, you put that one up already. I know, but Trevor just mentioned it. So I had to get it back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie. Um, the, I, I agree with you, Sarah, and I have been, I, I, I go through big kicks. I'm like a kick person. So I'll go through like where I'm obsessed with business books and then where I'm like, yep. I just never, ever, ever want to open them up. And yep. so I've been on a, a big kick with novels for all, but I do like the, uh, audio books. I listen all the time. I mean, I go through a lot of books because uh, that same sort of ADD thing. Do you guys have this where like, probably you need something that takes your attention, but like sometimes like what you're doing isn't enough. So you need something else. Like if you're doing yeah. meaningless tasks, menial tasks, yeah, like yeah. Uh, holding laundry or I listen to audiobooks like when I take a shower, when I'm getting ready, like all of that kind of stuff. It's like, I'll, I'll just put a book on or if I'm driving, even if I'm taking five minutes, I just put it on in the car. Like that's just what I listen to. So I do to. the same, and but with podcasts, and I think part of it is that short attention span of like, sometimes yeah. a book is too long. It's like too yeah. long a span. Whereas like podcasts, you can listen to an interview and it might be like an hour or you can listen to like, you know, and it's like shorter bites of, but whether it's an yeah. audio book or a podcast or whatever, I think yeah. having stuff you can digest, especially like housework is like the crappest type of thing to do. So being able to listen to something while you do it kind of feels like, well, at least it's not a crap time, or at least I'm being productive, like, while yeah. I have to do this yeah. horrible task. You know, I, I used to be, like, all about, like, whenever I'd take my dog out for a hike, right? It's like a solid hour, and I'd put on podcasts. But what I've been doing, like, the last year is I just, I don't I don't even bring headphones. I just bring nothing. Whoa. It's just, it's just thinking. Cannot right? compute. And I think <laughs> through things, and it's actually been really helpful. That's um, awesome. Yeah, it was after reading about how Steve Jobs would do that. He would like <laughs> he would spend a lot of his time, and same thing with Warren Buffett, I believe. A lot of yeah. the time was just like thinking. And yeah. I was like, hmm, if they do it, then it's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I intentionally decided to take a break the beginning of this year because I would a lot of times come into the year and go like, all right, this year I'm going to read, you know. 12 books, 24 books, whatever it is. And I come up with a list and da, da, da. And I actually decided this year, I'm not going, I'm not going to, because, because of the fact I felt like I've read, have read so many books and never really implemented yeah. Yeah, any of it and used it. I really wanted to get back to four disciplines of execution, but then I would read the next new thing. And I was like, Oh, I want to do that. Oh, and then I'd read the next one and then I'd read the next one. And so I thought this year I'm taking a break from business books. The only exception being the one, my, my business coach um, sent to me and said, Hey, read this. Um, and so I took, I took a break from that um, aspects. And then I decided at the beginning of the year. So 
um, this was just right for me. If it's not right for you, that's a, totally understandable. Um, but I'm a person of faith. And so I decided to read through the book of Proverbs in the Bible, looking for nuggets of wisdom, and that, and, but applying it specifically to business. Um, and I thought, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it until I get to a verse that sticks out to me from business and I'm going to stop reading. Um, and there's only like 31 chapters. It's real short. Uh, it took me till like two weeks ago to read through the entire chapter of Proverbs starting January 1st. Um, uh, and I just got a lot out of it. So, you know, just a lot of ideas and, and stuff like that. Um, so that was kind of awesome. my approach this year to books, but still needed that audible audio input. Um, and so like, you know, our whole family, all, all six of us, we uh, read through Harry Potter you know, this year, because it was our, our youngest kids first time going through it, you know, reading through it. And for Marissa and I, it was rereading it, but then we were able, it gave us something to talk about, you know, as we're yeah. out walking around and things like that. So, I reckon that's one of the keys, right? Um, is ha having someone to talk to after you digest stuff. So yeah. it'll probably come more in the podcast thing, but my husband and I've been listening to a podcast and we just talk about it nonstop because we're both love, getting so much great? out of it. And so we're just like, but it's helping me actually process it because when I'm listening, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then like two hours later, I can't even remember what was in it. Yeah. But if you're able to talk about it with someone, so maybe you can find like a, a buddy who is in business, like, and both listen to the same book or read the same book and then be able to actually talk to each book other. Clubs. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But like I try just with one person. The finer thing. You can use an app like Marco Polo and when you're done reading, just you know, hey say I love the Marco Polo app. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um this would be a cool use for Marco Step Polo. in focus. You could do a book club. A business I have thought club. I have tried to figure out how to do it. But the thing Marco is <laughs> you can't which I think folk, um, I think Facebook is starting to come out with new things where there's like little rooms within a group. Yeah, right. Which I haven't tried yet, but because it, there's so many other things happening that it's like it would just get lost in the feed. Yeah. And yeah. I couldn't, I, I really tried. I tried to figure out how to do it because I think even if it's async, to be yeah. able to just like when you read the book that's then you there. Then, is Eric meditating or did he freeze with his eyes shut? <laughs> I think he froze. <laughs> He's just having a moment. He's so zen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really tried to figure that out because I think that, that would be super useful, especially with some of these these ones that we've been talking about that are like yeah. the greatest hits. And you yeah. read them and then like how how long ago did you read Profit First? Yeah, yeah. So um to like be able to get back in and refresh <laughs> your memory on it and stuff. Bur I don't know how to say it. Barota um said book club needs wine. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Bored to certain death is the name of that person, which I don't know what that means. Also, um, I think we also need to give Trevor another high five because he's hacked the system. He's listening to a podcast talking about books. Boom. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what this <laughs> is right now. That was the joke. Hey, hey, Trevor, great news. Tim got your joke. Oh, I didn't realize that was a joke because there are actually podcasts about all these different books. Like they're totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there are. And and there are podcasts around that basically each podcast is just people like basically a book club, like reflecting on a specific mm -hmm. book. So you can pop in and out. You don't have to listen to the whole podcast. You can just find the one that's talking about the book that you listen to or, you know, that you want to hear more about or. You don't want to actually read the book. Perfect. Well, that bored to certain death is Jill. Jill. Oh, <laughs> Why is that your name? I get it now. I'm sorry. It's Jill. Is that your name? Jill? Hi, Jill. I'll drink wine is with Jill you. Jill or Gil? Oh, I don't know. It's Jill. I'm going to read Jill. Sorry. Jill. Yeah. I stayed with Jill yeah. when I was in Scotland. Jill's awesome. She's incognito, she says. So clearly, except for when you tell your name and then we all say <laughs> it on the podcast <laughs> in front of everybody. Sorry. Yeah. Um, okay, guys. So oh, this was a lot of reading. What have you, uh, what have you guys added to your list? I, I'm going like to wait a million things. I know so many new books to read. Um, yeah. How about any other um, 
non-business books that you have found that have given you sort of a different perspective or different way of thinking on things? That I find interesting too, because a lot of the business ones, like, I don't know yeah. that I, in any of the business ones that were listed were ones that like, I've never heard of. Gretchen Rubin, I think, um, has a lot of really good books that are more about like becoming a better person. And I think some of those ones can make a really, really big difference then in business, but they're completely separate to business. Yeah. What's that? What was that person's name? Gretchen Rubin. She's done like um, the Happiness Project and oh, there's a bunch of, oh, that's not her right, best right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she's done some other ones that are really good. Um, that yeah. So uh, for me, one. for me, it would be uh, there's a book called Thirty Days to Live, um, and or one month, one month to live, one month to live. And my wife and I both read it, and it led to the whole idea of. Am I frozen again? No, no, no. Oh, well, just I didn't see anybody moving. Um, it, it led to the idea of we both have this uh, dash tattoo. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And the idea is this, um, my wife and I both have it. This represents the, the dash that's going to be on our tombstones one day. Um, and we are currently living our dash and we don't know where in our dash we are. Um, so we, went, we need to make the most of today. And so we put it there mm -hmm. so that if you go to reach for the TV remote, you see that. And you're kind of like, well, I could watch TV right now, or I could play a game with my kids. You know, I could do something. Um, and really, because of that, like, we have done a lot of things. You know, we yeah. we jumped, we adopted, we started a nonprofit. We've yeah. sold everything and become digital nomads. We're, you know, it's, we're constantly doing things. And I think a big part of it is the, the impact of that book. Wow. That's, That's awesome. awesome. I love that. Yeah. Um, Vicky says, Karen Sel Selmanson, how to be happy, damn it. That's nice. Sounds right on brand for you, Vicky. I love it. <laughs> um, I read a book called The Midnight Library, which was a surprise, uh, had a surprise impact on me because it was just a, not, like I didn't read it to have it be something deep and meaningful. And it talks, it's about your uh, like the choices that you make and again i guess this is a little bit of a pattern for me huh sounds like something i've already said in this episode but <laughs> how what we think what we think is what's good or bad for us or what we think will make us happy or yeah. things like that and how it isn't always as clear-cut and how our choices affect us and stuff I, that one that one was one where i was like I, I i need somebody else to read this so i can talk about it like i had to keep talking about it. like it's really weeks that one Really, fun. yeah, I love so, that stuff. Me too. Read it, Sarah, so we can talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can book do club. That. Book club. But what? Do okay. So who drinks wine at breakfast? Then me or you? It just depends on. <laughs> That's a we're doing wine with our book club. That's it. Yeah. All right, guys. Any um, final thoughts on uh, books that we love and have read or want to read? I think the one thing that I would say it's not about a specific book is sometimes books like they're not all good. And I think sometimes you have to stick through the book to kind of get the gold. And that's where like sometimes these other things that distill it is helpful. But sometimes I find books are like maybe a little too woo-woo or they're a mm -hmm. like um, they're business, but they're kind of written by someone who's like got a really strong faith focus. And so then it can be a little like, like over the top mm -hmm. in that direction or you know and I think sometimes it's important to be able to read through that stuff because sometimes books have gold but you get put off by like one thing about the author or their approach to one thing and so yeah I think sometimes I've had to push through a book but I've still really appreciated it and don't give up on all the books just because maybe one thing puts you off about them. I, I agree but I also think like time is precious like yeah. if it's dumb if it's yeah, really yeah. like not speaking to you put it aside even if you put it aside temporarily and come back another day you know or another phase yeah. of life you know so. yeah get it uh, on audio and listen to it at 4x speed or something yeah, yeah. oh i'm all what speed do you guys listen to? 4x is like impossible by the way yeah no, two two x is my average the go-giver wow. is fabulous robin says I, what's that book about robin um the 2x really, I, I'm like a 1.5. Yeah. 
Depends who it is. I don't want like Russell Brunson. I couldn't. I couldn't speed him up. He spoke so fast. I couldn't speed that guy up. <laughs> it helps if you eat. Uh, I never finish it. I'm kind of a. I'm bad about not finishing. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. I got it. And I'm just on to the next. <laughs> yeah. Which sometimes, to be honest, a lot of these business books, like you get a lot in the first couple chapters, and then a lot of them when you they're can telling even just you what skip. they're gonna tell you. Yeah. And then like, if there's like a bit where they're like, and I'm going to talk about this one thing, you can just skip to that chapter and just read that chapter. That drives me crazy when they do that. I want it to just get yeah. to the point. Here's a fun question. Have any of you guys ever read a, written a book? No. I don't I even have write one. a blog. I have one in here that I'm going to write. I'm gonna do it. It's, on my, it's on my list. Uh, not exactly. Well, on, that, on that note, you should probably read a book about how to self-publish a book. <laughs> probably a good idea. Or there's courses. All right, guys. It is seven minutes after. We have filled an entire hour of books. Go forth and read and learn and be inspired, uh, Divi people. Uh, we love you. We're so glad you came here to hang out with us tonight. We will see you next week where we will continue listing out our faves when we'll talk about our favorite podcasts. All right. Mm -hmm. Have a great week, everybody. See you later. Take care. Bye-bye.